Hello, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso, and this is a show to help you make creativity the filter for your life, redefine your relationship with fear, take it out of the driver's seat, and step more fully into the essence of who you are and claim your right to have a dream and take up space. And today I'm going to be doing a creative check-in about how everything that once hid beneath the surface is now being pushed to the top and what that means for your own life. But before I get to that, I changed the date of the show, the day I release it, from Tuesday to Wednesday because of a show I was producing. And literally the week after I did that, they changed the day that they released the show to Wednesdays. So basically, it hasn't been working out for me. That's the reason why this is coming out a little late. And so I'm trying to figure out, you know, the way the way I've been doing the show hasn't been working due to my schedule and just because I'm managing this all alone, like just to give you perspective, for big shows you listen to, there's usually at least a couple people working on them. And for really like massive shows, I mean, there's a team, you know, maybe between four and six people. If you're going to produce it at the level I'm doing, which I'm going to do because that's how I know to do it. So I'm doing currently the work right now of like five people and it's a lot to hold. You know, there were points when I had somebody helping me. I think I have somebody who's going to be in my corner again, which I'm very excited about. And as time moves on, I'll introduce you to her. But while I'm training her and we're figuring all this out, it's a lot to manage. So I'm trying to figure out how to reconfigure it. And I think what I'm going to do, and I'll keep you updated, I'll let you know later this week or next week, but I think I'm going to start releasing an episode early in the week that's a creative check-in and then isolating the interview and releasing it later in the week. This way I can, first of all, say more with the creative check-in anyway, but it's not so much happening all at once. And I think that that will actually free me up a lot and allow me to give you better content. So just keep your eyes and ears open for that announcement. And additionally, I just want to say one other thing. Like if you're ever cramming to make something happen and you have a little flexibility with when it can come out, like it's your own project and you don't have a boss that's going to fire you if you don't put it out at the right time, I highly recommend instead of staying up all night, you sleep. Last night, I wanted to go about doing this recording. I was going to stay up late and finish it. And I finally realized, like, you know, I'd gotten four hours of sleep the night before. If I don't sleep tonight, I'm going to be wrecked for the rest of the week. So I did. I slept. Uh, I watched an episode of The Office, and then at 11 p.m., I tucked myself in, and I didn't wake up until 8. And That was so crucial. And here's the other thing. If I had just pushed through, I never would have gotten to the topic that I'm doing today because it came to me when I was doing my morning meditation. So if you possibly can, rather than pushing through, and maybe you're already healthy and do this, but if you possibly can, rather than pushing through, make sure that you sleep and then allow your brain to repair itself. And you're probably going to come up with a way better idea in the morning anyway. You know, and that's a problem. Sometimes when we're tired, we lose our ability to think critically. And so then we end up staying up later and getting more tired. So it's just like a vicious cycle. But I really realized that last night. I'm going to just start sleeping. I think that's more important. That said, today I want to read you something that I wrote actually for the creative check in because it wasn't, 
I don't know. It just started flowing out of me. I'm, I meant to really like write a bullet point list like I usually do and then just talk to you about it. But then it started coming out of me like a speech. So I trusted that and I'm going to read it to you. So without further ado, this is today's, I mean, I guess you got a little bonus creative check-in about the sleep thing there, but this is today's true creative check-in. Everything that once hid beneath the surface is now being pushed to the top. That is happening universally. And whatever is happening universally is also happening in your own life and humanity. Meaning that the things that you've pushed beneath the surface, but you've always really sort of known are there, are now coming to the top and demanding to be fixed. Not only will this realization help you connect more deeply to the social justice movements happening in our society, but also it will bring you to a deeper knowing of yourself and hopefully, after some work, to a better place as a person. And while this show is about unleashing your inner creative, we cannot be our truest, most creative selves if we do not know ourselves and if we are not actively working on bettering the self we know. That's why I talk so much about self-betterment, fear, when you felt most like yourself, because knowing yourself is being creative. So here are some questions to ponder. What current systems, structures, and patterns that you've been living through in your own life are no longer working for you? Which ones are actively hurting you? What parts of yourself are you separating yourself from, and how is that keeping you from being more fully human? That said, something I've recognized is how much I've tried to separate myself from my anger. This past month, I have been angrier than I've ever been in my whole life, and it has been deeply uncomfortable because it's not something I'm used to letting myself express. I've questioned why. If I look up my family bloodline to my great-grandmother on my mother's side, there was a history of anger that hurt people. Could this repression of my own anger have been a backlash from that? If I allow myself to be in touch with my anger, what would that mean for me? That same energy center in my body that allows for anger is also in charge of creativity, passion, life force energy. These are parts of myself that I cannot and will not shut down. But if I'm shutting down my anger because I'm afraid of it, am I not also dulling the power of those other states of being? Something to think about. In addition to long suppressed parts of yourself that are just starting to come up, look at recurring patterns of your life that you know have been hurting you, but you seem to do nothing about or fix with a band-aid only to eventually go back to them again. Ponder why. You know it's hurting you, but is there some sort of comfort you're benefiting from by repeatedly engaging in the same behavior? For me, it's a disorganized and unstructured way of being. This has been heightened since I've been home in Michigan with my parents. I haven't been able to get into a groove here, and rather than intentionally setting out to get into said groove, I've resorted to falling into old, unhealthy, and unhelpful patterns. For some reason, changing into a pattern of structure and organization sounds so painful to me that I avoid it at all costs. I engage with it for a few days, but then I get right back to my old ways. However, when I look back at the most peaceful times in my life, they were always when I had some level of structure and was organized in my own way. 
This is something that I am deeply working on uncovering, and I encourage you to look at the limiting structures in your own life and do the same. Finally, look at what is literally happening in the world. Of course, we first need to look at whatever group society is oppressing, but then after that, if you're not part of that group, and even if you are, I call you to think about how it's also been adversely affecting you. What ways has white supremacy personally hurt you? How has it kept you from being more human and from being a better human? How has it kept you from being fully connected to other people and in touch with their pain? What ways has the patriarchy shut your mouth and kept you small? How has homophobia and transphobia kept you from owning certain parts of your own sexuality or gender expression? How has our country, with its paradoxical values of freedom and oppression, failed you personally? I am sad and angry and sorry that as a person who deeply cares about other people, that these systems and me not being more fully aware of them prior to this awakening have kept me from being as connected as I could be with other people and from helping people more. These systems and being out of touch with them have kept us all from our true goodness and from each other. One person's pain is not just their pain. It is a collective pain felt across the world, across every single person, including you. Everything happening right now is personal. So what can you do to make it better? I encourage you to sign petitions, write letters, vote, engage in difficult conversations, journal, cry, meditate, go to therapy, do yoga, run, scream, Read anti-racism texts written by Black, Indigenous people of color. Write poetry. Topple the patriarchy. Speak out for gay and trans people. Ask why and how these violent systems have hurt you. Really be in touch with your involvement and how you've benefited from them and dismantle that. Protest. Use your currently existing talents to benefit the world. Specifically and deeply question what is coming up in your own humanity and how these universal topics are reflected in you. I cannot emphasize how important that is. You can't give away what you don't have. If you're not doing your own inner work, how can you fully engage with the difficult work that is anti-racism work? When you make yourself better, you make the world a better place. Do the work. All the work even when it hurts, rests when you need to, but no, whatever's coming to the surface right now is there for a reason. Don't shrug it off, internally or universally. Deal with it and make it better. You have the power. I believe in you and I love you. Talk next week. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know the road before me isn't paved, it isn't smooth. I've got a light inside me, even though the sun is too. And I've been knocked off my feet, but I'm still crawling on my knees. I won't let go on the road to glory. Won't sell my soul. 